Hello, my beautiful tribe, and welcome to Shine Like the Sun. I am your host, Sunshine. Thank you for joining me on another beautiful day, another beautiful week. Together, we've gathered here together to celebrate life, to celebrate peace, to celebrate everything we have and everything we don't have. Everything we've gained, everything we've lost in the past second and the past moment. And lately, my focus has been detachment and all that Dinta has to offer. The importance of detaching to attract, to make space. Someone asked me who my favorite goddess is. I told them, lately, I've been feeling like Kali. And they were like, that's not good. Kali's name literally translates to death. Like, literally. And I was like, what do you mean? It is good. You need death for new life. You need death for... You need to get rid of the old to make space for the new. I think Kali, to me, represents the storm necessary to bring flow, movement into the currents. The forest fire necessary for new plants to grow. It's very important to always stay detached from everything because the only thing that's promised in our life is change. Stay detached to the outcome. The only thing you should attach to is yourself. And because we become such physical beings, we can't help but to always lean forward. We're always looking into the looking glass, trying to understand everything, always leaning in, out, reacting, ready to react and respond to everything. We're not centered and calm and still in our own peace. We're outward creatures. We're facing outwards. We look from our eyes everywhere, always looking around. It's important that we learn how to stay centered. And a huge part of staying centered involves detaching from the outside world. Stop looking out, look in. And it's important because it's 12-12 right now, Friday, December 17th, 12-12. And it's funny because the more outwards I look, the more I realize there isn't much even there in the first place. Lately, I haven't even been wanting to open my eyes. I haven't been wanting to look at people, to look at reality, and not in a, oh, I'm gonna escape reality way. Just like, I don't have the time to. There's so much going on. There's so much I have to accomplish in my inner world, in this perfect world of mine. I don't have the energy to spend out here. Of course, everything needs its own balance, you know. No matter how much I feel this way, I'm still very actively open and present in the reality. But these are my inner feelings. I don't want to collect the life force energy. It's actually dangerous to collect life force energy. In Carlos Castaneda's book, The World of Energetic Beings, he actually says, his teacher Don Juan tells him that, Inorganic beings feed off of our life force energy. 
people who have a lot of life experience, life force energy, the inorganic beings want to feed off of them. And they die young. So a way to actually balance that out and live long while learning spiritual energy and having a lot of life force energy and living a full life is by going through your memories and remembering everything that's ever happened to you. I'm talking about from the day you can first remember going through everyone you've ever met, walking down the street, in the grocery. Think about everyone you've ever seen, everyone you've ever even heard of, everyone who you've ever even been told a story about. Think about your first your first reaction when you met them. Because the inorganic beings are beings of darkness, so they don't feed off the light. And all these experiences turn darker as we forget about them over time. So the way to turn them into light so the inorganic beings can't feed off of us is by keeping those memories alive. Going through your past and understanding what's happened. Understanding your trauma, understanding your story, going through it, revising it, remembering it. And as you remember it, you kind of learn to detach from it. Because when you grow older and you get new perspectives and new experiences, you start to understand your past more. Like, the older I get, I understand my parents and why they did the things they did and how stressful it was as an adult and things I couldn't understand as a child. And you just learn to heal from those situations. You grow from them and eventually detach from them. You detach from your life force energy instead of having it piling up and killing you. And that's actually a way to live longer spiritually through the inorganic brains and scientifically, psychologically. <laughs> it's funny how they go hand in hand. <laughs> that's just some advice. But anyway, this episode is about the law of detachment. And the importance that comes with detaching. The freedom that comes with standing strong in your foundation. Being a solid tree in a forest of many. Thank you. And now take some time to listen to our sponsor, Anchor. (laughs) It's so important for us to understand the freedom that comes with letting go. And I understand that it's scary for us humans to not like letting things go we like to have possession of things we like to you know have control over things and that's just our ego but true freedom comes in not giving a fuck and letting go of everything and anything and accepting that you have nothing you came with nothing and i mean this for relationships i mean this for friendships i mean this with material things spiritual things connections anything anything you have you came here with nothing but your heart and your soul you will leave nothing but your heart and yourself. And the more I practice and perfect letting go of things, the more happier I get. Because having too many attachments to things just—it's just another strain. There's a Buddhist teaching that says that everything you own has a piece of you. You're connected to it some way. You're giving your energy to it, even if you have some dusty ass left sock in your bottom of your drawer you forgot about that has a piece of you and that thing you own is taken away from your energy 
And that's what minimalism is. You minimize everything that has the right to be connected to you. And the more you see things like that, the more you're like, I don't really want a lot of stuff. Is this person worthy to be called my friend? Is this thing worthy to be called my shirt? You start to see yourself as a God, and not in an egotistical way. Never, never, ever, ever. If you're egotistical about it, it has ego in it. Your ego is ruling you and not your heart. But just from a place of, okay, do I have the energy to own this? I want to do big things in life that require a lot of energy. Do I have the energy to take care of this? Do I have the energy to wear this? Do I have the energy to clean this? Do I have the energy to wash this? Do I really, or is this something that's going to pile up and cause me stress because I'm not using it and I feel like I wasted money or there's going to be some regret? And when you think about things like that, ladies, I promise you, your online shopping, your Amazon addiction shopping will stop. I was at the point where I was buying $200 worth of junk a week. And then I was like, do these things really deserve to be my possession? Are they worth the stress that they cause me when I don't wear and I have this? I don't have enough closet space. I need, uh, is this worth it? I start giving away clothes. I stop shopping for things from certain websites. I start shopping for only spiritual stuff. Saying, okay, as long as it's a spiritual tool, as long as it's a crystal, I can buy it. And I won't feel guilty. But I still feel guilty. I start buying like four of the same different crystals and shit. And now I got to the point that the things I own, the things that I want to be attached to me, they had to be quality over quantity. They had to be the top of the top, the best of the best. If it has my name assigned to it, if it has my signature assigned to it, it has to be the best of the best. And when I started thinking about that, everything about me changed. I stopped wanting to shop. I'll go to TJ Maxx. Usually I spent $400. Now I go to TJ Maxx. I'm like, mm, 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 mm. there's nothing here I really like. Something here the old me would have killed for. And never used a candle I've had for four years. There's nothing in here I really like. And the best part about it is it also helps you to take better care of the things you have, appreciate it more, and, you know, get to form a real connection and relationship with it. Because everything is you. Everything is a living being. Everything is God. Everything you see, everything you don't see, get to know it. Have a connection with everything in your closet. Instead of buying new clothes every week, how about you mix and match and get to, you know, try and remix the clothes you already do have. And I'm always talking to myself and giving myself my own advice. But take the time to really build a connection with the things you have, with the things you own, with the things that you call yours. And that's the best way to practice non-attachment because you got to realize, do you really have what it takes to keep up with what it takes to keep this connection going? And that's something people don't realize a lot about relationships. Everybody wants a relationship, but do you really have this, what it takes? After I got into my first relationship, I realized I do not have what it takes. I'm too young. I don't know how people get married. If you got married young, good for you. We're, I'm in Michigan. We're Midwesterners. We do that. But all of my friends in New York, all my friends in L.A., they don't get married young. They get married 28, 29, 30. Because they have so many dreams, so much goals, so much 
shit driving them. They don't have the energy for a relationship. And before I used to think that's bullshit. If you love someone, you'll make it work. But sometimes that's just how life is. That's why they call it settling down. You gotta settle down. You you're not you're not striving forward. You're settling down with someone. Your life ends when you have a family, when you have kids. You have to start living your life for someone and something else. And I realized today, on December twelfth, twenty twenty one, that I do not have what it takes at this point in my life to settle down with anybody but all the different sides of me. I don't have what it takes to start caring for someone or something, start caring for a child. And at this point, please just hear me what I'm saying. I see a lot of news nowadays of young girls, 18, 19, 20-year-old girls, who get arrested for killing their children. And, of course, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. Bitch, if you knew you were going to kill that shit, catch out. If you could have had that child, you shouldn't have had an abortion. You feel me? That's fucked up. You're, you give birth to something. like, And some, some, at first I'm thinking, that's inhumane. How can you give birth to someone? How can you, how can you have something in you for nine months? I think of the love of my mother. I'm like, how can there be anything less? How can you give birth to something and then kill it? But using the, inf- the knowledge I've had, the information I've gathered, I can understand. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I can understand. Because there's a lot of pressure that comes with the connection. There's a lot of pressure that comes with a relationship, an outside connection. Imagine the pressure that comes with something that you are fully 100% responsible for. You can block your man for a day and say, fuck off. You can't not feed your baby for a day, (laughs) you know? So I... Get it? I get it. I wouldn't do it. I don't respect it. I don't look upon it, but I understand. From a, I understand from a godly point of view. I can see, like how God has compassion, understanding towards us. I have compassion, understand in and out to say, I understand why someone can do such a thing. It's a sad world we live in, where people have to, you know. And before you say that this is wrong or fucked up. You got to realize somebody has to talk about it and see the other side of it because that's what we're here to do, to place light on the darkness and understand duality because it's yin and yang and everything there is, there is both light and darkness. Life shouldn't be this hard. There shouldn't be so much pressure in life, you know. We're supposed to just be free, happy, feel love, you know, be in a community surrounded by love. And if it was like that, those things would happen, but because of the society we live in today, there's so much, ah, everybody needs a job and a side hustle. If you're not an entrepreneur, you don't know anything. If you don't have uh, four PhDs, it's like, yo, there's so much going on. What, at whatever age you're at, at wherever in life you're at, there's so much pressure, and it shouldn't be this way. And you know the way you get rid of this pressure? Detach. Not attachment. Don't get attached to shit. Of course, with a baby, you don't have that choice. You're attached. I guess some people, like, give it to the grandparents, or some guys just take no responsibility. I mean, but if you're not in the position to do that, and you've taken up the responsibility to take care of this child, you don't have a choice to detach from. But that's what I'm trying to say. Try your hardest. <laughs> Where I'm at right now, at this point in my life, my advice to myself is do not get attached. 
and I'm not building up a wall that is toxic because I realize one day I do need to get attached and I hope that I do learn how to be attached and how to keep an attachment and how to stay committed. I hope I do learn this. But where I'm at right now, though, this has no shade, no hurt, no anything. It's just I cannot settle down in any aspect of my life. I have to strive, move forward, get up. We need to rise up, not settle down. Now is not the time to settle down, ladies and gentlemen. Stay detached. Stay focused on your goal. Let go of any bullshit that's just making you not feel... <sighs> Too much of a good thing is a bad thing. You can also argue with me, like, that's toxic in itself. A lot of people use, oh, I need to do this for my mental health, or I did this because I, I made me feel better mentally. I, a lot of... Gen Z motherfuckers use it as an excuse, as a crutch. No, you're hurting my feelings, man. My mental health. Like, no, I'm not saying do that. We're stoics. We're neutral. We're, we're, we're not doing too much whining and too much letting go of everything. No, I'm not saying fucking throw away everything you own, become a monk, have one robe in the middle of the desert, be detached. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying know what you need to get by and give it that much everything else let go of it you get what i mean i hope you do know what you need to get by dog nothing less nothing more i mean as a libra i need a lot of things to get by let me say i need about a thousand things to get by a week i need them but i use about twenty thousand things to get by a week so I'm going to cut down to maybe 10000 at first. Then in the next six months, 5000 And hopefully in a year, I'll only use the 1,000 things I for sure need. Toothbrush, toothpaste, soap, blah, blah. Count it out. Count out how many things you touch a day. Because every time you touch something, you're exchanging energy with. Time, find out how many times you touch your phone a day. Everything you do takes energy out of you. There's an article I read recently about uh, how decisions drain your energy. That you need energy for big decisions to make the right ones. And at first I was like, what? No, we just, you just gave an answer. But after reading that, I noticed how it's true. Just deciding what to wear, it drains me. Deciding what to eat, it drains me. As a spiritual warrior, we need to conserve our energy, ladies and gentlemen. We conserve our energy and save it for the big things. How can you be casting spells on low energy? I'm talking conserve your sexual energy. Stop masturbating every day. Let it build up. And then you can have really good orgasms and flow. I'm talking conserve every single type of energy you have. When you talk, stop moving all over the place. Stop ah, jumping around. No. Be calm. Be, and this is something I've been working for about three months now. Just conserve. Just be chill. Just stay, stay easy. Stay breezy. Stay straight. Stay aligned. Stay connected. And nothing more, nothing less. Because everybody knows by now. If you focus too much energy on things that's going to happen in the future, you get anxiety. Which is also energy draining. If you focus on too much things that happened in the past, you get depression which is also really draining <laughs> just stay you have to choice to be who you are this is the main reason i want to start the podcast 
I did something today. I got rid of my cat. I love my cat very much. Um, a part of me was very sad. And another part of me was very happy. I got rid of my cat. And I looked into that duality. Using, I opened my Buddha eyes. And I looked into that duality. I looked at the part of me who's crying, who's angry at myself. Why did you get rid of my cat? And my cat, ah! I looked at the other part of me who's stressed out. What are people going to think I got rid of my cat? This is my second cat. Yeah. I looked at the part of me who's saying, thank God I got rid of that annoying ass cat. <laughs> I looked at a part of me who's neutral. And I always, the best thing I've learned in the past three years is to stay aligned with the neutral heart center of me. I can watch and observe and appreciate my other reactions. Thank you, sadness. Thank you, anger. Thank you, worry. Thank you, all of you, for being there. You're all looking out for me. But I identify with my neutral perspective that says it is what it is. I did what I did. I can't take it back. It's done. Now let's move forward. I'm not going to look down and out or whatever people expect me to be for making my decision. I stay neutral. You have the right to stay neutral. The only attachment you should have is your attachment to your neutral perspective. At all times. That's what being aware is. That's what being my is. That's what that's what the spiritual is. Stay aligned to that version of you that's meditating on a cloud, not giving a fuck about really eyes closed. Stay connected to that version of you. Who knows that everything is gonna be alright. Because that version of you will be your best motherfucking friend. Because that's how you create your own reality. It's amazing. Go into that version of you that says, who cares? Let's move forward. And then start making up the future. Instead of worrying, oh, what if people are looking at me bad for getting rid of my cat? Oh, why would I do that? Oh, I'm going to be depressed. Instead of looking into those scenarios and manifesting those scenarios, look at the neutral side who's only looking at ways to progress and manifest progression. And don't even look at the toxic positive side who is saying, oh, well, I have a reason for that. Who's trying to come up with excuses as to why this was a good idea. Don't look at that side either. That's toxic positivity. Nobody wants to hear that shit. Everything's not okay. But everything's not not okay. Stay neutral. Stay aligned. Stay centered. Stay connected to source. And once you do, it's like... Anyways, that happened. Uh, child, let's go. <laughs> I manifest greatness with that version of you. That's your highest version. People think their highest version is their ideal reality where they're rich or famous or whatever. No. Your highest version is always within you, always on you right now. It is that still, small, quiet voice that just says, anyways, let's move forward. (laughs) Just grab his hand and follow that path. All the other versions of you who have any other feeling really don't matter they're just taking you to sideways paths and hey you can go into anger go into for the rage and come out feeling better and come on a path but they all eventually lead you back to source back to your neutral back connected and aligned you are divine and so far baby ah. i feel good yeah i just feel good because the first thing that version of me told me to do was make a podcast about it how are you feeling make a podcast about it this can help somebody it's not do anything else. 
being angry, stomping around, uh, just chill out, make a podcast about it, meditate, boom, and have a great day. And I give you all the same advice. Chill out. Make a podcast about it. Tell a story. <sighs> Breathe in. Breathe out. <sighs> and let it go. Speaking of which, the song of the week. And that leads me to the song of the week. The song of the week is Don't Waste Your Time by Beautiful Chorus. And it's a beautiful song because it reminds you that no matter what you're going through in life, you always have the choice to not waste your time being sad about it. Do not waste your time forgetting your peace, forgetting your joy. Do not waste your time missing opportunities just because something happened. You are in control of yourself, of your reality. And don't waste your precious time, your most valuable resource, being anything but the best version of you. Here's a little preview. I love the song. It hit me at the right time when I needed it. To just detach, stay attached. Don't waste your time being anything else but your biggest, brightest, most beautiful self. You are a God. My dear, please do not forget to shine like the sun. <laughs>